Saving money on exterior wall lights. Now at Menards. Find your style with Patriot Lighting. Exterior lights enhance the look of your home. Choose from over 50 options from Patriot Lighting. Now through May 19th, get $10 instant savings on a single qualifying purchase of $100 or more on in-stock outdoor wall lights. Check out our entire selection of outdoor lights and see the rest of our deals happening now on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh, my God. You've got all your Charger gear on. because Feeling fresh as hell. Well, you guys better enjoy it. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Players, coaches, staff, fans, together we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for the good content. Guten Morgen, folks. Welcome back to the Charger Chat. I'm your co-host, Will Dogson, with my buddy, Kev Huggin' Duggan. Kick, 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 Happy Friday the 13th. <laughs> Happy Friday the 13th, folks. But let's not forget our Freddy Fazbear, <laughs> Kyle the Coach <laughs> Duggan. Turn him on. Oh, there it is. I almost forgot. <laughs> my face was up at the beginning. <laughs> hide it, hide it. Yeah, I was like, but then I went into my like, okay, well, what do I do right now? <laughs> While Adam's introing himself, like the show and Kevin, what do I do with my hands? So I I, I cocked the head down and was ready. Looks to great. Looks great. Yep. I, love the, I love the new thing. Well, it is a beautiful Friday the 13th morning, folks. Lots to talk about because we finally got not just a game coming up, a primetime game coming big up. Big boy game. Yeah, big, big boy, boy game. Put on the big boy big pants. Big boy game. <laughs> uh, let's, uh, let's see. We've also got a Craig experience lined up for you guys and a Bolt Insight, folks. A fun one. I think we shouldn't bury the lead. We should tell him who's here. Please. We got Chris Harry. We got freaking <gasps> Chris Harry, baby. Let's go. He's here. Running it back for us. What a guy. Talk some Chargers. I'm excited to see it, uh, but let's waste no time. Let's start at the top here. Anybody that's been watching uh, Chargers social media uh, saw our boy showing off the Oakleys. <laughs> dude, he's like transforming into this butterfly happening, awesomeness. Dude. You know what I mean? It's pretty impressive. Uh, the guy just looks like an absolute stud. He's letting the beard come out, too. He looks very, a little bit French, though, with that beard. Qu'est-ce que say? <laughs> He's got, like, just a little patch here and, like, a wispy mustache. I yeah. kind of like it. It's but also, awesome, those glasses, you think it, he's got the one glove on. Everyone knows that that's just Phil. You see a glove on a quarterback, and it takes you to Phillip Rivers. Yeah. And he's wearing glasses. Could we maybe see Visor, visor? Herbo oh, on Monday night? Man. Dude, if he goes sleeve, visor, <laughs> glove, there's no chance for the Cowboys. No, that's like <laughs> Turbo Terminator. Herbo. Yeah, Turbo Herbo is coming. I'm scared. For, I like looking at this. I'm in admiration, but I'm also scared for whoever he's throwing that ball to because it's coming fast. It's yeah. kind of like uh, it's kind of like the Power Rangers, where like you know they're they've got like the different animals and they create yeah. a fucking, uh, like, Megazord. Megazord. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so Just you've got a like piece the glasses. <laughs> You got the glove. <laughs> you got the sleeve. <laughs> yeah, I love it. You're got all good, it. Justin Herbert. <laughs> <laughs> all right, sorry. Uh, it's early, folks. I'm just waking up. But uh, uh, yeah, Herbert's looking great. Uh, they he talked to the press and everything. Says everything's good he, to go. You know what he said about the glove? He's like, kind of like it. Gives you a better grip on the ball. I'm yeah. Like, Hell yes. Keep it. 
Well, because they asked him, they were like, is it for like the stickiness? Is it because of the injured finger? He's like, eh, it's a little bit of both, actually. Yeah, so like kind of go both ways. And can I say, we watched the press conferences last night. Mm-hmm. Coach still is not a huge fan of Daniel Popper. Mm-hmm. It is, it's, it's, it's lighter. It's lighter. It's lighter. But there's he a, a ball week. He's got the Popper exhale now. The <laughs> Right when he starts talking. Because he asked really long questions. I was like, Oh God! There we go again. So I don't want to bring that up again, but I, I find that kind of funny. It was pretty it, funny. It, it felt a little bit less though. That the last press conference when we talked about it, it was it was blatant. Hopefully, like, Staley heard about uh, he's warm poppers. He's warming up total yeah. car, and he was just like, "All right, I'm not going to give yeah, you so much." He's, he's having a tough had day. A total car, but yeah. Could you get to the point? Of the question. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, looking over at the uh, press conference, uh, Coach was asked about the J.C. Jackson situation. Uh, and one of the reporters asked, said there was a report that you guys were going to play JC in the last game, but he refused to go in. Did that happen? And Staley said, I'm not talking about, I'm not taking, take, talking anymore about JC. We're moving forward as a team that's behind us. The tape speaks for itself. Whoa. I'm not talking <laughs> about that guy. He's like, so they, and they asked him more and they're like, he's basically like, well, we have two years, two seasons of tape on him. And yeah. That's why we moved on. It's basically what he said. Yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. no nonsense. He did not play well. But still trying to be like as professional about it as possible. Right. Yeah. And not going like, the guy sucks. Y'all saw it. We saw yeah. two years of this shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's what, that's what I would have done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hope the door didn't hit him on the way out. Yeah. Like, they were very like, hey, we have two seasons of tape. He should. Clearly you know what he should have done? He should have flipped it on the reporters. And be like, who thought we should have kept him? Who here would have kept J.C. Jackson? And here anybody? The crickets. Yeah, anybody? Popper. <laughs> All right. Anyone? Anyone? So the J.C. thing's done. Let's go. Moving forward. Exactly. I would have been like, let's say that scenario happened. What would you have done? <laughs> yeah, flip it on. Let's hear it, Popper. What let's do you got? <laughs> it's always the best thing to do when you don't know how to answer it or you're tired of answering it. Just make them flip answer it. it. Flip yeah. it. Turn yeah. them tables. This the uh, the ultimate like spouse battle move. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, well, you well, just, what should I have done? Well, where, where did the money go? What do you think I should have done? <laughs> yeah, where, where, where do you think you the tell money me went? where the money went? <laughs> <laughs> Show me the money. <laughs> Show me the receipts. Um, and then uh, Chris Ream on Twitter. And Chris Ream, we haven't mentioned him before, but he's like the official ESPN. The Chargers for uh, for the Chargers. Yeah, the writer for ESPN. Yeah, so I followed him just I recently, had no idea. So, so Chris, uh, K-R-I-S, R-H-I-M. If you're not following, go follow him because he also gives great great details and info. Big time. He tweeted out about Michael Davis, cornerback Michael Davis on the J.C. Jackson situation. The question was, how does it feel to be in this position with J.C. not here anymore? And Mike Davis said, all I can really say is it was a little bit shaky the first four games for all of us uh, for the uh, defensive back room. I think now we're just kind of like a little bit more locked in. We're a little more locked in. I like yeah. locked in. We kind of know what we're doing here now. <laughs> Everyone kind of knows how to play football now. Well, they're... I guess that's the thing. It's just they're like, well, we got to play this guy. We yeah. gave him a bunch of money. Yeah, like, you're kind of in a lose-lose situation. Yeah, and they're like, well, we're playing better. It's like, yeah, but you didn't pay us. Yeah. <laughs> you're on a rookie deal, so... <laughs> Um, so got, glad to see that things are kind of, I think that's really going to help. It'll be a turnaround. Team. So basically what happened last year, they had their, they had it, um, the first couple games with JC, he left a couple games later, they Mike found Davis the rhythm and, that, yeah. the rhythm, and yeah. that was yeah. when Mike Davis was going out of his mind. Yeah. yeah. So eliminate him, let those guys rise. Yeah. And we're going to be great. Big time. Um, and then Bridget Condon also had a thing from Mike Davis, uh, with the, uh, JC Jackson gone. 
Uh, Mike Davis said, things are a bit more set in stone. Now everything falls on me. I feel like me and JC were kind of competing for the spot, competing to see who was starting every week. It was kind of an unknown every week. Yeah, that's not uh, great. I, I can't imagine that's easy to perform when you're just going like, I I mean, am I the guy? Am, yeah, the guy? Like, at the same time, though, like you, that competitiveness is a good thing, like pushes you to 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 get better and you can't just sit back and chill at practice because sure. then you're not playing. So yeah. there is a there's an there's an element of it that's really good. Um, but if the coach is not like upfront and straightforward with it, and it does feel a little bit like he's getting preferential treatment because of his contract and there's no way just watching tape that you're going to start him over me. If that starts to creep in, then it, it gets hard. But I don't think for the most part, I think it's good to have that competitiveness. Like, I don't know if I'm going to start, so I'm going to go out there and ball every day. Um, but he's had that now for the whole off season, the whole now for four weeks of the NFL season. So now it's like he's hopefully put in the work and now he's ready to go out there and just like play a little bit more free. Yeah, it's got to be like getting a little weight off your shoulders. You can just like mm -hmm. settle in, get comfortable. With yeah, that you're 100 percent of the guy. Don't have to mess around with it. So yeah. it'll be good. Um, and then looking over at PFF, sometimes they love us, sometimes they hate us. But uh, this week we were doing okay because Asante Samuel Jr. is the second highest coverage grade of any cornerback in man coverage this season, pulling a 90. Right? Come on, yeah, that's yeah, big I mean, time. Yeah, you don't hear his name get called very often unless he's that's coming a, in to get an interception. And that's so, a good thing because yeah. he's pressing these guys. Yeah, he's, on, he's man coverage and no one's getting the ball. Now, that's there's a couple thing. of things about statistics and PFF loves to do it. Is oh. how often is he in man coverage? One and two. The only, the one time that I saw him in man coverage, like I saw it because I we just all saw it was when he got beat pretty good in Tennessee for that long play over the top. Sure. So it's not as if he has arrived. Uh, but that's, dude. If you're even even if you run ten plays, if you're shooting ninety percent, you're in good good shape. So exactly, that's an A. Yeah. I never saw yeah. that in school. That's still an A, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I right. never saw that in school. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you went to camps. Yeah, they gave you like E for excellent and that kind of thing. It was on a different grading scale. <laughs> S for showdown, satisfactory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's look over at the injury report. This was uh, an interesting injury report to see, uh, especially because at the top, you've got Joey Bosa uh, still dealing with the toe injury. I still want to know who the hell stepped on his toe, um, but he showed his did not practice. But Dan Popper tweeted out that he was out there at practice. So, so maybe he was just standing out there, hanging out. Yeah. With he was boys. just looking around. The beauty of this week, though, is like that for that Thursday practice, like give it a little grain of salt because it is a Monday night game. Correct. So we still got a little time to get in there and get ready. Absolutely. Yeah. So that was interesting to see, but Austin Eckler full practice. Hell yeah. Love Dude, that. this is such a huge, it's so huge, man. What he did in that first game that he played like, man, let's go. Yeah. How do we feel about the re-signing of Austin Eckler as of right now? I'm in. I'm 100% in. It's not my money. <laughs> Pay that I, man his money. Give him what he wants. <laughs> like, it says, it wait, just let like JC Jackson go. Give Dude, him he's, some of that JC Jackson money. He has handled this season so far pretty expertly, yeah, killing yeah. it in week one and then being like, ah, my ankle hurts. Ah, oh, now you can't God, run. God, you need me so shoot. bad. Yeah. All right, I guess I'll come back. Yeah. And now he's going to blow up on Monday night. I hope I they hope just so. figure something out with him. Uh, they're going to pay an extra premium though. There's going to be like a surcharge, you know, like the convenience charge Whatever. of like you blew it. 
whatever. The you blew it charge. The you blew it charge. <laughs> Again, so. all those types of fees we should start GoFundMe's for. Yeah. They can reach out to the fans, and if we really want them, then we'll make it happen. Ooh, yeah. Good call. I'll toss a 20 on Keepin' Eck. Yeah. Well, hey, we'll get the Founders Club together. We'll pull <laughs> some cash, and we'll get it going. Yeah. Um, let's see. Safety Alohi Gilman, uh, still dealing with that heel injury, did not practice. Justin Herbert had to be on the injury report because of his finger, but getting a full practice. But in. did you see him with those glasses on? <laughs> he got Take him off for this in. report. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Derwin James with the hamstring injury, got a full practice in. Uh, Deanie Leonard, hamstring injury, limited practice. Uh, Khalil Mack taking a rest day, didn't practice. Uh, Donald Parham uh, with the wrist injury, got a limited practice in. I saw Thank that God. he had the brace on when he was practicing, so... Hopefully that heals it's, up quick. Isn't it interesting with Parham? Like when he's in there, he is getting so many more looks than Gerald Everett. It's just kind of crazy. Do you think it's just a size thing? Like I don't know how tall he is. I think it's how Kellen Moore likes to use him. I, I think it's definitely a different situation. So hopefully he comes back. But I don't know. It, it was interesting. I just kind of noticed that the other day. It, it's just when our offense is playing, you don't notice the tight end. Like it's not like a true big part of like we got to shut this guy down. Whereas when you watch the Chiefs last night, it's like. All they do. Travis Kelsey is the go-to. Right now, Patrick Mahomes can't do anything but throw it to Travis Kelsey. Right. Well, and it's weird because he was coming out of the Cowboys with like a couple tight ends, and that was their offense. Right. They threw the tight ends mm -hmm. like crazy. Now he just like totally morphed into, no, it's okay. We'll uh, use our share. Awesome throw it to Keenan. Yeah. yeah. Throw it to Keenan. Share and share alike. Yeah. Um, and then our two tackles, Trey Pipkins and Rashawn Slater, both on the injury report for shoulder, ankle, respectively, but got full practices in Thank so God. good injury report to look at hopefully joey bosa can get that toe healed up i'd love to see him come back out there um but uh, otherwise i want some tuli bear yeah i need some tuli bear please and thank you yeah looking at the dallas cowboys uh scroll of a injury report jeez i think this it's, is wait this is just their roster isn't it no. <laughs> it looks like it um, it's a little misleading because there's a lot of guys that took some rest. Um, Unless I, I they're trying to make it seem like no, it's not that they got beat up in San Sunday. Francisco. Yeah, they, they, they got... don't have they don't have anything specific. They're just sore and don't feel good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, some of the big names uh, on here, like Stephon Gilmore, he took a rest day. Uh, but CJ Goodwin, I think we heard he might be going to a, to IR. We talked yeah. about last episode. Uh, Malik Cooker on the report, but getting a full practice in dealing with the shoulder injury. Demarcus Lawrence, defensive end, getting a rest day. Uh, veteran guard Zach Martin getting a rest day as well. Well, and it's weird, like some guys like this, like Leighton Vander Esch is still on here when everyone's saying he's going to IR with his right. neck. So yeah. I can't. So this list, I'm some because some coaches play these lists a little differently. This seems like a very unreliable list just based on who's on here and still not on it's IR a very yet. jerry jones-ish type yeah list, yeah. They, yeah totally yeah, do whatever i want i'm jerry jones just put everyone's name on there this is i'd imagine face. just him sitting in front of his computer with excel like mm, n i r rest that looks good n i r rest okay um but let's see they're running back tony pillard dealing with a shoulder injury got a limited practice in um, and yeah, Vanderish, there's no way that he's going to play if they were talking about putting him on IR. Um, so just a lot of guys on here, a lot of, you know, did not practice. They played uh, a physical game in San Francisco and it really just, it's hard to bounce back from right away. There's some and I, crazy I, stat like that. Whoever plays the 40, whoever plays the opponent of the 49ers that after the next game yeah. wins like 
Yeah. 98% of the time. Really? Wow. Yeah. Because yeah. they beat the shit out of you is what it is. Damn. So that's uh, something to cool consider. For us. Okay. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. I, I thought I've heard that CD Lamb is also being talked about getting traded a couple of places. So I've heard some names. I've heard some names floating around right now getting traded. That's yeah. crazy. So it'll be interesting to see if something happens before that Monday night game. Yeah. Um, but looking at the Cowboys right now, I mean, they're three and two. They're not like in a washed out season right now. I don't no, know. no, no. They're, so they're top team in the NFC for I'm sure. I'm surprised that there's talks of trading CD Lamb, but. They're they're kind of up and down though. Like they lost to the Cardinals, right? You know, they yeah, losing to the Cardinals. They blew surprising. out. <laughs> they blew out some teams. They beat the Giants forty to nothing. You know, they can put up points. Mm -hmm. But if you look at some of these, I was listening to uh, you know Chargers Weekly just before this. Like, just think about the quarterbacks they played before Justin. Yeah. Like, look at those guys. They're not Dobbs, Daniels, yeah, Wilson, yeah, Mac Jones. That was their. <laughs> Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And then, Brock, and then Brock Purdy. <laughs> Brock so, Purdy. Yeah, and I mean, took him to beat the town. shit out of them. <laughs> but they are, they do have a good defense. There's no way around it. I think right. they, they lost some pretty key pieces in Trayvon Diggs, and that showed itself last week in Brock's ability to throw the ball. Um, but it, the Giants are not a good football team. But if you can hold a team to zero points in a whole game, you have a good defense. There's no way around it. You don't even give up one, like, oh, they got behind me type of play when you're up by 40. That takes a lot of concentration and like you, you're a good defense. They give up three to the Patriots. I know that's not a great team right now, but Bill Belichick doesn't get doesn't get beat up like that. That just you're, doesn't happen. You're being kind with them not being a great team right now. That is a dumpster fire. Well, and they awesome. just lost Leighton Vanderesh, which I I think you can arguably say is one of the better, if not the best, defensive player on that team. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see what happens when the Chargers come out there especially after a whole week of rest, getting some of our big guys back to kind of mm -hmm. see like, okay, Cowboys, do you really have yeah, a good defense or what's going on? That's tough for them, getting, you know, us coming off a bye where everyone gets healthy right. and they're coming off the 49ers. I wonder if there's like a game where you can go look at some, like this situation mm -hmm. and what that score was for whoever, you know, was playing after. We're going to have some results here pretty oh, well, soon. <laughs> there's always the potential for a slow start though, coming out of a bye. You know, like always. that's, it's always a potential that yeah. you're in a little bit of a fog and you got to get going. Yeah. We're Charger fans, dude. We're not. We're, we're ready for stay anything. cautious. <laughs> we're ready for the anything. game is over. Yeah. And then, it's going to be one score, and it's going to come down to the end. So yeah. here we go. Um, well, you can go on over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Charger Chat. Check out all the cool, funny videos we've got over there. Um, Charger, uh, excuse me, patreon.com slash Charger Chat. And if you don't want to go over there, that's totally fine. You can go on over to our regular website, chargerchat.com. Check out all the cool stuff we got over there. T-shirts, hoodies, and stickers. You can chat it up with other Charger Chatteteers in the member section and ask questions in Ask Bolt Fam. So go check out ChargerChat.com. So there you go, folks. We've got Bolt's bids now coming on over. And we we can't tell you enough how awesome it is to, to be affiliated with these people. Because I'm telling you, folks, the giveaway right now, if you go over to Bolt's bids, is a full-sized lunar helmet signed by justin herbert 
with the inscription of 2020 NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year. Look at that beauty. In the eternal world, words of Bill Murray, gimme, 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 I need, I need. I need. I need. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it, it's just uh, it's just a giveaway. You you just go in. I just did it. You go in there. You oh. t- you set up your account. You yep. type it in. Yep. Here we go. Done. Pause. <laughs> Get on it. I, I'm actually kind of annoyed that we're doing this right now because my chances of getting this helmet now are probably going down considerably. They have to. But it is what it is. Got to share it. With you're gonna pull guys. even if you get pulled. You're like, nah. I gotta try again. <laughs> Pull, Pull another, another name. name. Pull it again. Can we just talk to this guy? So, yeah, folks, definitely go on over, uh, check out uh, Bolts Bids. You can find it on the app. You can go to chargers.com slash Bolts Bids, uh, and it, it's free. You can NFL rookie And they're going to give it away right after the Monday night game. Yeah. So, And we'll keep you guys updated. They're going to have a lot more giveaways, so we'll give you little teasers here Big as they come out. You'll, you'll see what they have. Ah, super fun. All right, folks. Well, now it's time to go on to the next segment. Uh, we've had him on before. Love to have him back on again. I can't wait to hear what this conversation's about, but it's our old buddy, Chris Harry, sitting down with Kevin. Let's go. As soon as that clock starts, your ass mine. When I met Justin Herbert, man, that dude is big as hell. You know, the goal is to just keep it rolling. Well, come in hype because we have a lot of things to be excited about. All right, guys, we are back with another Bolt Insight, and the man is back. Chris Harry, what is going on, my friend? Dude, always good to be with you, man. Uh, it's it's like a nice reset as we get into the the back half of the season now. I guess not really the back half, like the last 13 games, but I think the bye came at a good time for the Chargers as they hopefully can make a run here now. This is awesome. I, it's so crazy because we, we've talked before, but I listen to your podcast every week. So it's like your, your, your voice is stuck in my head all week long. So <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I'm no, sorry it's, everybody it's, a, it's a good thing. It's very good. Um, but I want to kick off talking about, you know, the podcast. Obviously, that's where most Charger fans go to get, you know, the insights, all the fun stuff. And I was always curious. It seems like you and, and Matt Money have such a cool dynamic and relationship. What's it like working with, uh, with Matt Money? Dude, it's the best. Um, you know, I, I've known Money even from afar. When I was working for the Lakers, I was working in like uh, in corporate sponsorships, right? So I was director of sponsorships. Money was actually doing post game for Lakers. So, you know, I've, I knew of Money forever. And then obviously got to grow closer with them, um, teaming up at the Chargers with the podcast and also him just... Him and DJ doing great work on the radio uh, broadcast. So money brings such a great insight. Um, it, for me, it's just like, you know what? You can lob it up to money and he's got some some awesome insight on what he sees. And, uh, you know, I, I think that uh, each and every week, um, we, we hope to provide Chargers fans with some entertainment and also some, uh, some valuable nuggets uh, going into each week. So we actually just taped... Uh, for uh, the upcoming game against the Cowboys. And that should awesome. be out here in a few hours. We're taping this on a Thursday. So, yeah, man, uh, he's the best. And uh, I love doing it with them. We've, we've had a, I've had a couple different iterations of the podcast where it, was, yeah. it was, used to be more kind of guest-based. But um, I, I prefer doing this with money because it's it's, it's one thing to, to get a guest on and, and get insight from the other team. But um, like you said, I, I think we have good, uh, good chemistry and just – bounce the stuff off of each other and, and hopefully informing the fans. Yeah. I love this new iteration. It's like sitting on a couch, hanging out with your buddies while they're talking. You can't talk, but you get to feel like you're there. So it's, yeah. it's awesome. So keep it up, please. We love every week, everything you guys put out. Um, 
And then also, we just want to kind of get into some of the news. We, ha- You know, last week is weird because we didn't have a Charger game. So it was like the only thing all of us have been stewing about is this J.C. Jackson stuff and what happened and how some of the news came out after the fact and kind of how the coaching staff kind of was very nice about it and didn't say anything and then what came out afterwards. What was yeah. your kind of take on finding out that last little bit of nugget of information at the end and kind of the kind of the craziness that was that whole JC yeah. Jackson experiment. Yeah. Well, it was, it was definitely an experiment and it's, I, I think it's good for all parties involved that it's over now. And uh, I, I think it was the right time to part ways and to, to kind of get the secondary just moving forward, knowing that this is what it's going to be like. I, I saw a quote from Michael Davis about just the fact that he felt like, you know, you kind of looking over your shoulder a little bit, who's going to start JC or myself now I think that there's there's no debate, and it's going to be Zant, it's going to be Michael Davis, it's going to be Jasir Taylor. You hopefully get these safeties back healthy starting Monday night, and and this secondary can just mesh, and there's no distractions. Now, obviously, some of that stuff came up about um, you know not not coming in the game and things like that, and yeah. you know I, when when that sort of stuff comes up, like I said, it's it's best that you you cut ties. And you move forward. And I I commend the Chargers for for doing it. Um, you know, it's it, when you bring in the JC Jackson, and keep in mind this guy had like 17 interceptions the the previous two years before he came on to join the Chargers. So you, you thought you were getting a guy who's going to be a lockdown corner, who's going to guard the Devontae Adamses of the world and and all the, the stud receivers that you have to face week in, week out. And, you know, it, it started off rocky last year. Uh, then he had that that major knee injury. And to his credit, came back ready for week one. But, you know, him on an island against Tyreek Hill didn't work out. And, uh, you know, it just, it, for whatever reason, um, it didn't mesh. It didn't work out. But uh, Chargers are moving on. JC has already played a game with the Patriots. And uh, the, the Chargers have an opportunity now, man. We, we've talked about this team. Uh, seizing these opportunities and first poorly as the season started going 0-2 to get two wins by any means necessary and to take that breath this is where they're going to have to show something and I think really show their locker room that hey we can compete and we can beat Dallas we can compete we can compete and we can finally beat the Chiefs and uh, win this division you know this this is an opportunity to win this division man yeah, no, it's uh, all that 100%. And then definitely the whole J.C. Jackson, just how it did last year. And when he stepped away, I feel like you like you were talking about the cohesiveness. Everyone kind of came together in the secondary and they started to play the best football we had on defense later in the year. So hopefully that they, they know what to do now. They pick up right where they left off and just go. Just the confidence of knowing you're the number one, I think is important for a lot of these players. Yeah, you know, keep in mind, Michael Davis was awesome. At the he was a stud. Absolutely he, stud. He yes. was a stud at the end of last year. So you're hoping he can regain that form. And, you know, sometimes with the quarter, man, like it's, again, it's it's mental, it's physical. And, you know, the, the fact that these guys know what their roles are going into Dallas, I think that's a good thing. 100%. And then, you know, going into Dallas, it's the big coaching matchup. You know, we got former Cowboy versus the Cowboys. And it's going to be interesting to see how this coaching staff attacks this. I, every week I get more excited for this Kellen Moore, the play calls and what he's doing. It just seems so fresh and new and exciting. What do you What do you think this coaching staff has to do to kind of, you know, get everyone to stop giving them such a hard time, I guess, you yeah. know, everyone on their back, like a statement. When do you think that kind of 
take some of the pressure off a little bit? Yeah, I don't think it needs to be a, a blowout win, but a but a win against the Cowboys. Period. I think gets you to three and two, and and has your locker room feel a little bit more confident. So, you know, Money and I talked about this today with just the the Kellen Moore versus Dan Quinn thing. They both know each other very well. I think for the Chargers, um, what we have not seen since week one is the running game, and to, to see Austin Eckler back in there. I'm very intrigued to see what this offense will look like with Austin back and what they do to push the ball down the field in the absence of Mike Williams. You clearly saw that it was a problem against the Raiders, specifically in the second half. Uh, so what does Kellen have cooked up? Uh, I thought he was brilliant using Darius Davis as that Austin Eckler role, uh, that first drive of the game in that 51-yard pitch. Uh, now that Austin's back, how do they deploy Darius Davis? Um, what are they going to do to get Joshua Palmer open? How can you get Quentin Johnson some confidence and, and uh, get him and Justin on the same page and, and get some some balls down the field? You know, Keenan is having the best season of his career, and that's saying something, right? Like yeah. He's already having an all-pro year. Um, you know that they're going to focus a lot on number 13. So what can these other guys do? Uh, so you know what? I, I think it starts with the run game, though. Uh, it, controlling the clock, keeping Justin Herbert on the football field, keeping that Cowboys defense on the field. Uh, the, the Cardinals rushed for like 220 yards on the Cowboys a few weeks ago. The Niners last week rushed for 170 yards. It doesn't need to be like that, but I think Austin Eckler will make a big difference and hopefully Joshua Kelly can spell him and, and Kellen Moore can get into a rhythm calling plays for Justin Herbert. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, we're excited for this game. First primetime game. Justin always seems to come out when the lights are on and do ex- exciting sure. things. And, you know, it, we, you know, just the people don't, they kind of sleep on Justin a little bit where he's just kind of like the guy that they kind of talk about. Like, oh, he's top five, whatever. But like, these are the opportunities that he can go out and show the country what he's all about. And I'm excited because we know what he's about. We watch him every week. So yeah, um, it's going to be exciting. And then another exciting thing I want for everyone to kind of know a little bit more about what you got going on. This new Max Prep show you're doing it's super exciting. I love high school football. I love all of that. So tell us a little bit about some of the cool new stuff you got coming up. Yeah, man. You know what? I love football season. And this is just another uh, kind of wrinkle to what uh, I've been doing this fall. It's it's called Max Prep SoCal. We, we just had our first episode that aired on a CBS News Los Angeles on the stream. If you go to KCAL News uh, YouTube or, or CBSLA.com, you can watch it. Uh, obviously, a good week to start with uh, Modern Day and uh, St. John Bosco going head-to-head on Friday. There's so much awesome football in Southern California. So uh, it's a new show. Um, You guys can check it out. If you're into high school football, you know, we're going to cover everything. Uh, And the best part about it is I get to do it with former Charger, Jaleel Adai, who who joined me uh, uh, on Wednesday, and we're going to do that moving forward. So I appreciate you plugging it, man, because we think about – the Rams and the Chargers, and then you think about UCLA and USC, and it almost overshadows sometimes just how Southern California may have the best high school football in the country. Now, Florida may have something to say about that, and Texas, of course, but yeah. uh, modern day, Bosco been doing it for a long time, Sierra Canyon, there's so many schools here um, that have four and five-star guys that are going to schools across the country. I believe the St. John Bosco modern day game has over 70 dudes that have an offer. Oh, wow. You know, that's so just, crazy. That's, I mean, that's next level. Um, yeah. So yeah, Max Preps, SoCal on, uh, on CBS News Los Angeles. 
Well, yeah, man, everything you do is awesome. We tune in for everything and can't wait for this new episode. You and Matt Money um, talking about this Cowboys game. So we'll be tuning in immediately. But I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for your time, Chris. It's always so awesome to have you on. And let's uh, try to do it again soon. Let's do it, man. Love it. Well, that is, ah, Chris. I love Chris. Chris he's such, such a good guy. Dude. Coming on, chatting with you. He's a dude. You he's, know what I mean? Totally yeah, he's one of the dudes. Yeah, for sure. Dudes. Chris Harry, yeah. dog. 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 Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. And I love everything that he's talking about for this game, man. I mean, uh, he said, like, we don't need to have like a 200 plus. Why not? Game, but why not us? Why not, Chris? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we'll take it. Yeah, if we can get Austin Eckler back, hey, sky's the limit, dude. Yeah. So that would be that would be pretty fun to see if we if our if our running game could get up to those numbers. Yeah. Come on now, sign me up. Um, and love that he's doing that show with Jaleel Adai. Dude. Yeah, Max Preps is so fun, dude. <laughs> High school football is. Kyle's lived that world for so long that it's yeah, just, that is it's so fun. World. Yeah, <laughs> part of his world. <laughs> All right. Chris, thank you again so much for thanks, coming man. on Appreciate and chat with Kev. Yeah, um, and now, folks, it's time to go on to the next segment. You know them, you love them. It's a great experience. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Come on in, man. Kick your feet up. The oh. Great Hello there. Make yourself at home. Got some stuff to talk about, right? Moving on. Yeah, no way Madden could screw this up. I mean, Khalil Mack had. Six sacks in one game that's tied for a single game record. His overall has to have gone up significantly. What's this rating updates? One point to his overall rating. Yeah, this is stupid. I'm over this crap. Hey guys. Sorry. Um I don't really get to play very many video games these days, but it was bye week and had a little time off, so decided I'd pick up the sticks and check out Madden, and that was a mistake. Anyway, CC gang, the biggest of salutes into the rest of the boat fam. What's going on? You got Craig in Texas back from the bye and ready for this next edition of the Craig experience. So as I was saying, we have football upon us. Well, not this weekend from a Chargers perspective. We have to wait till Monday night, but we get a full weekend of, you know, college football, your other regulatory NFL games. And then we roll into prime time with the Chargers being the only show in town on the big stage. You know what that means? Prime time Herbo. Don't we all love it? Now. What's really exciting about this game is the return of a few names that have been away due to injury. You got your Austin Eckler's coming back, your Derwin James's of the world, and uh, not too sure what's going on with Joey at this point. I don't think he actually practiced yet this week as I'm recording this. Haven't checked the uh, first injury update here, but I hope he's back. Chargers are kind of going to need all their horses to contend with a pissed off Dallas Cowboys team who got curb stomped against the San Francisco 49ers. And hey, I'll admit this, man. As a Chargers fan, I'm never jumping ship. But if I was not a Chargers fan, I would absolutely be a fan of the um, 49ers because they played the exact brand of football that I love. Hard nosed, rugged. Uh, they run the ball. They throw it. 
when they have to, but they're also very creative in the way that they go about it. And they allow their playmakers to get into space and do what they need to do with run after the catch, which is something that I am begging. God, please find a way to get the ball into Quentin Johnston's hands so he can exhibit that because that is his claim to fame or was at TCU. Really hope they get that figured out. But anyway, one of the other things I'm truly looking forward to in this game, well, aside from the Kellen Moore grudge match against the team that asked him, I'm sorry, no, 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 pardon me. They mutually agreed to part ways. And then for some reason, all you heard were stories about how uh, the offensive failures were laid squarely at his feet. Forget the fact that his quarterback had a proclivity to give the ball away to other teams. That couldn't have been on deck. That has to be Kellen's fault somehow, some way. Never mind the fact that... Mm, He's in his first year with Justin Herbert, and Herbert only has one pick to show for it through four games. But I'm sure there's like some sort of weird reason why that is the case. You know, can't be that. That just sucks. But hey, as I was saying, I'm looking forward to what the Chargers defense specifically looks like with two weeks to prepare for this uh, Dallas offense, which I don't know if you guys have checked out through the first four weeks of the year looks awful similar to one that we grew to loathe over the last couple of years because it's very stagnant and uh, it's not a whole lot of movement or creativity associated with it. And I can't help but wonder why or if there's some sort of correlation between Kellen Moore's exit and the fact that Mike McCarthy is now calling plays because that's what he wanted to do. Strangely enough, that Mike McCarthy offense looks just like it did in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers. <sighs> so sad. Not for us, though. Anyway, basically now what this means is you've got an offensive coordinator, a guy in the same building with you that I hope has spent a significant amount of time with Brandon Staley over the last two weeks discussing uh, some of the tendencies. Because even though Kellen Moore ran the majority of what he wanted to run or maybe... Mm, a fair portion of the type of offense he wanted to run. McCarthy had his imprint all over it. And sometimes Kellen's hand was forced. So he knows what McCarthy likes to do offensively. Sure, he shared that information with Brandon. And now, Mr. Staley, you've had a couple of weeks to prepare for it. And the guy should be raring to go. And if you've got, I mean, mostly your full cast of characters out there to defend it, I don't want to hear any excuses this week. Hopefully, hopefully this happens. Not sure that it will, though. With Dean Marlowe's performance pretty much in cleanup duty for Derwin and Alohi Gilman against the Raiders, he showed me a lot. Whether it be playing deep third of the field um, as a split safety, coming down and run support, I was rather impressed, especially from a guy who was essentially, I mean, was he on someone else's practice squad? He was with a completely different team, like a week prior to that performance. Coming in and fitting right in. Here's an opportunity to now have Derwin roam the box. If you can have Dean Marlowe active as a split safety back there with the Lohi Gilman, then you can take one thing off of Derwin's plate and allow him to be effective in the area that he's best suited to play. Imagine this, if you will. Well, first of all, the fact that Dak Prescott just loves playing Santa Claus all year long and handing out gifts in the form of picks and fumbles. 
maybe we can help encourage that more so by having Derwin not just blitz him in the past, uh, alongside of Khalil, Thule, uh probably Joey, hopefully, and then Chris Rump sprinkled in there. But also against the run, as someone who can penetrate and uh, create tackles for loss in the backfield and just literally creating all sorts of havoc inside of the box. If you take that deep responsibility away from Derwin, you can get very creative in that short area of the field and make it a nightmare for everyone in that Dallas front. Um, Tight ends are going to have to account for that. Tackles. Uh, you might be able to blitz him up the gut. So you've got the guys in the interior that have to deal with it. Make Dak think. The more you make Dak think, the more you give him happy feet, the more Mr. Thanksgiving he becomes. Tis better to give. Uh, at least this week. So Dak, please don't stop. Holidays are coming up, man. I'm trying to get y'all in the mood, man. I'm trying to be festive about it. And this would lead us right into it. It's October. It's fall. Leaves are falling outside. You feel the vibes, man. Be a giver. But pretty much that's all I had to say about that on the defensive side of the ball. Offensively, y'all know exactly what I want. Uh, downhill power running game. That's probably helped a lot by Austin Eckler's return. And it'd be really nice if we got the tight ends involved again. Up the seams. Haven't seen a ton of Gerald Everett. Um, not sure how things are going to fare with Parham with that wrap on his hand. I can't imagine him attempting to catch one of those Justin Herbert piss missiles with that thing on. You know, like the one he caught from about like five yards away against the Vikings, which like almost took his hands off. I'm Whatever's going on with that hand is probably going to be worse catching balls from Herbert this week. But anyway, still try to utilize those guys. Open the offense up. I've done the Quentin Johnston spiel already. Again, it's been two weeks, so hopefully that means they've been able to find a way to incorporate him into the offense. And Darius Davis, my guy, uh, I'm sure he's going to get his hands on the ball and do some things in the open field as well. Still haven't gotten to see a ton of him in special teams because, well, first and foremost, the kickoff rule and all that, and then punts are weird. I mean, if there's not enough room to operate with on the field, nine times out of 10, the best thing for you to do is fair catch it or let it bounce. So punts are kind of a toss up. Kickoff returns, I hate them for that rule change. And uh, I think it's doing the game a bit of a disservice. Y'all can call it what you want about safety. I just think y'all are screwing with stuff that shouldn't be messed with. That's just my personal opinion. Anyways, I'm really looking forward to this game in general. Because this is one of those matchups that the Chargers get to really prove who they are. You'll find out a whole lot about this team. Because again, Dallas is probably going to come in frothing at the mouth. They're missing a few guys. But man, getting just destroyed like that against the 49ers. It's got to leave a bad taste in your mouth. You got to take it out on someone. I just ask that the Chargers not be the cure that ails. I mean, I'm sorry, the cure for what ails them. That always gets thrown off in my head when I think it. But anyway... That's it for me. Y'all know who it is. Mr. Bolt Gang or Do Not Bang, a.k.a. T-O-P underscore F-L-Y-T-3 over on Twitter. And yes, you can catch me as a co-host of the Lightning Round podcast as well. Come check us out over there. And I'll be back next week, hopefully after we collect another dub. And I can come here and rag on Cowboys fans because that's like, mm, they're like a tier below the Raiders for me. I don't really hate the Cowboys fans as much as I do the Raiders. Not even really close at all. Um, it's like 
upper echelon hate when it comes to the Raiders. The Cowboys, y'all are just annoying because you think you're supposed to win the Super Bowl every year. But it is what it is. Again, hopefully we will be back after having gotten another W and we can keep the vibes up. So until then, take it easy. And uh, okay, love you. Bye. Well, thank you, Craig, for another awesome experience. Yes, there's so many things to look forward to with this game. Uh, obviously, the biggest one is Kellen Moore going up against this, mm-hmm. this team. That is really going to be, I, I mean, they, they uh, Craig makes great points as far as like everybody was laying the blame of the offensive woes at, at Kellen Moore's feet. And now Dak Prescott is still fighting for his life out there sometimes trying to make plays. And it's like... I think the Cowboys are going to be interesting on offense because they still have a small sample size. But I think once the season's over, they're going to be like, oh, Kellen, we miss you. That's just the feeling I get because they they put up, they've had some big games against some not so great teams. Yeah. So we'll see what happens when they, I think we're a good team. So I think I'll be curious to see what happens when they run into us and if they are as good as they were against some of those other teams. Yeah. And hopefully we can see. Guys like Darius Davis and Quentin Johnston, man, just come out and have some big games because Quentin Johnston, especially, totally. like we we, I, this could be that game that we hey, can finally start seeing some dividends. But Justin Herbert loves primetime games. Who's to say that Quentin Johnston doesn't as well? He hasn't that had be, one yet. Wouldn't that be perfect to be showed up Monday night, country watching? Here comes Q. Here comes Q. First yeah. round pick. This is why. Yeah, like honestly, this feels like the game. If you're going to introduce him to the world, do it now. Mm-hmm. Do it Maybe now. they were holding it. Kellen's like, I know how good he is. I'm just going to hold, holding he's it like so a fart. He's, he's as soon saved, as the game he, starts, he saved. just rips it, man. <laughs> yeah. Just lets the whole world smell. Yeah. <laughs> well, what if he was holding that for the Cowboys? Yeah, right. He, exactly. He just like give him a couple. They're like, ah, uh, they're not going to put any attention on him, and then we're going to kill him. We're going to let yards Keenan catch. Yards have the biggest season that he's had in his yeah. career. So they all flocked to number 13. Meanwhile, Q's sitting over there ready to freaking. Yeah, everyone's been bringing up plays where he's wide open and Justin's not throwing him the ball. And it's like, you guys just didn't know the plan. Yeah. You, you're not on the inside. We're in the long game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a long game. Well, Craig, thank you again. Well, love the experience, buddy. Um, and that's basically going to do it for us here at Charger Champ. But before we go, it's time to make some prime time bolt predictions. <laughs> Kevin, you smell a fart in there? Yeah, I want to apologize. We were watching. Disrespected over we were watching the Craig experience and something happened in our little. Check it out over tent. at Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Charger Chat. Oh, God. I'm sorry, Adam. It's all right. My bad. Bumble um bets. All right, so bolt predictions. What do we think is going to happen for this primetime Dallas game? Let's do age before beauty. You go first. Oh, me? Yeah. Me, little old me? <laughs> let's go. Let's go age down. We'll start. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. I'm going to say that uh, Quentin Johnston gets over 100 yards, two touchdowns. Oh. Actually, yeah. no. I'm going to take that. I'm going to let me, let me strike that. Reverse, reverse it. it. Uh, I'm going to say that he gets... I'm going to say that he gets, he still gets the two touchdowns, but instead of saying 100 yards, I'm going to say that he gets 80 yak yards. Whoa. 80 yak yards. I love yak yards. So, (laughs) uh, and the score prediction, I'm going to say Chargers win. Wait, why not 100 yak yards? It's got to be realistic. I got to, I got to go with Kyle. (laughs) It's 100 yak yards. Is this what happened last this time? Worked last time. <laughs> I give out a bold prediction. Kyle says, why not this? And I say, of course. 100 yak yards. 
<laughs> and uh, I'm going to say that the Chargers win uh, 28-18. 18, nice. I like it. Cool. All right. Uh, so I'm going to go with Chargers winning 31 to 23. Okay. Um, Justin Herbert is going to be prime time Justin Herbert. Yes. He's going to throw for over 350, three touchdowns. Okay. And Thule is getting two sacks this game. Wow. Jeez. Double. You're on both sides of the ball. I'm, I forgot I, you started doing the parlay thing. I'm, I'm a parlay guy. <laughs> yeah. You are a big parlay guy. Yeah. Evan Parlay, hug and duck. So over 350. <laughs> Three touchdowns okay. and Tule gets two sacks. Okay. Nice. My like score it. prediction, everybody knows, 55 to 17 Chargers. There it goes, yes. Um, and my bolt stat is no explosive plays. Not a single explosive play now that JC's gone. So no passes over 20 yards. Whoa. No rushes over 10 yards. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, if that stat rings, Whoa. that's the best stat Whoa. we have here. If that rings oh true, God. we're winning this football game. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. Well, there you go, folks. Bolt predictions in the books. Uh, we'll see what happens. And by the way, you know, because we normally record these Monday night, uh, we will put out an Ask Bolt fan probably at like the start of the game, I guess, or something like that. So might, maybe at halftime, just maybe so halftime. So if you want to be on Ask Bolt fan, might be a little shorter next week, just because we're yeah. going to literally the game's over and we go right into our episode. Yes. So we will post something. I'll say halftime. I'll yeah. post it at halftime. Get your question in then, and then we will. We'll ride. That's right. Yeah. So keep an eye on Twitter and uh, get questions in. If you want to get them in early, going over to chargerchat.com. You can get those questions in as early as you want. But you might look a little silly if you're asking something that's game specific and something weird happens in the game. So don't jinx us, damn it. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us here at Charger Chat, folks. Don't forget to bolt up because we're ready for any squad, any place. Okay. Love you. Bye. Okay. Love you. Bye. Okay. Love you. Bye. Kick, 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 mom, mom. No, no, no. Kick, 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 cowboy boy boys. Kick, 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 cowboy boy boys. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.